Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And we're back this year with uh, a new set of films that's part of our 12 Days of Christmas series. Uh, so we did this last year, and uh, we basically, every day leading up to Christmas, we talk about a movie that's about Christmas, or takes place during Christmas time, or has some kind of Christmas theme going on. And so we're kicking things off this year with a 1942 classic. It's called <laughs> The Man Who Came to Dinner. Yes, yeah, so The Man Who Came to Dinner is based on the play, The Man Who Came to Dinner, which um, was a Broadway success in, I believe, 1939. And the play and the movie both star Monty Woolley as Sheridan Whiteside, who is a radio celebrity. As part of a lecture tour, he stops off um, in a small um, Ohio town to visit the Stanley family, a prominent family in this town, and to have dinner with them. And in doing so, he slips on some ice on their front step and injures his back and proceeds to move into the house to recuperate and takes over their lives and becomes a big nuisance. And hilarity ensues. Yeah. This takes place at Christmas time. Yes. In the weeks leading up to Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you introduced this movie to me a few years back. And then we watched it again, getting ready to do uh, this podcast. And um, it's interesting. I've, I, I, especially this particular last time we watched it, I think it's kind of an uneven movie mm. in certain ways. And that might not be the best way to describe it. Um, but there's large swaths of it that I like. Um, you know, it's got Betty Davis in it, who I, I adore Betty Davis. Mm-hmm. And she gets a good opportunity to kind of give what I kind of call the Betty Davis speech, yeah. which you never want to be in the receiving of. <laughs> right. um, I mean, this is not as, as, as full throttle as she's gone in some other films, but, you know, she, she lets Monty Woolley's character have it at one point. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, it's got, you know, old classic stars, you know, Anne Sheridan and Jimmy Durante, Billy Burke, yes. who's Glenda the Good Witch and mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz. Uh, Reginald Gardner, who was in the one of the movies we did last year for Twelve Days of Christmas, which is Christmas in Connecticut, mm-hmm. um, and of course you know like you said, Monty Willie. So um, the, this house that he's staying in mm-hmm. in Ohio is is, is 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 you know it's a grand house, but it's also kind of kind of cozy in a way, mm-hmm. and it's decked out to the nines for Christmas. You know, the old, big old tree with the old school tinsel and stuff. You know. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I like the, the look of it, the production design of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I, I like Betty Davis in it and, um, and Monty Woolley. Now, it, I feel like it's, it's, there's a couple things that, that don't quite work for me. And one of them is maybe it's the, the pacing of it. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, there's large parts of it where it's, it's kind of chugging along. And his character, Monty Woolley's character, is so popular that... A lot of people kind of flock to him while he's at this house. And that's where, like, sometimes I feel like those scenes work, and sometimes they don't, mm-hmm. and they're a little jarring, and it kind of just, just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and then the friction that arises... So Betty Davis's character works for Monty Woolley's character, and this friction arises between the two of them because she meets a guy when they're here in Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Jefferson. Yes. Um... <laughs> and he's played by Richard Travis, and um, 
he's supposed to be this guy that she flips out over. I mean, she falls in love. I mean, she mm-hmm. says the word she's in love with this guy. And I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, they. I hate to be like this, but, you know, Richard <laughs> Travis, he's, he's, you know, his character's fine, and he, he seems like a fine actor, but he is not, to me, so charismatic and radiant that I am totally like, oh, yeah, girl, I'm there with you. I see what you, you know, flipping out of the sky for. I, I, don't, right. I don't get that. Yeah, that infatuation really isn't very believable. Um, and I think you're right about the pacing. The It takes a while, for me anyway, it takes a while for the kind of main plot to start to, to start moving. Um, you know, the first time I saw this movie, I think I saw it on TCM several years ago, and I just thought it was hilarious, and I loved it, and I wanted, to, I wanted you to see it. And, you know, the, the couple of times we've watched it since, I'm like, eh, it, it's okay. <laughs> um, I think... Maybe the first time you see it and you don't really know what to expect, it's a little surprising because there's a lot of weird things that happen, you know, mm-hmm. like it has kind of a screwball comedy feel at some, sometimes mm-hmm. like, cause you know, he brings in all these weird people like, uh, Jimmy Durante and, uh, and all these weird things. Like there's an Egyptian mummy case. There's, um, it's like an octopus or there's something. an octopus, there's penguins. I mean, it, it's all pretty absurd. Um, and, you know, the first time you see it, it's it's kind of amusing. But, I don't know, with subsequent viewings, it, it, it isn't quite as funny as as I think it wants to be. And I, part of it is Monty Woolley. For me, the, that character, you know, he's supposed to be self-centered and obnoxious. And, um, you know, he has all these witty, witty put-downs for people. Although, the more I watch it, the less witty I find those put-downs. I, to me, he's just kind of... He just becomes kind of obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just horrible. I mean, he is horrible. I think this is supposed to be the point, but he's just horrible to Betty Davis. And he completely deserves her withering lines that, you know, no one can deliver a withering line like, like she does. Mm-hmm. So she's wonderful to watch, but he, uh, I don't know, he's just kind of annoying. And Jimmy Durante, oh my God. So he's supposed to be, I was reading, he's supposed to be, his character is supposed to be based on Harpo Marx. And I can see that in the way he behaves. I just wish he was mute like Harpo Marx. Because <laughs> a little Jimmy Durante goes a long way, and I just he really annoys me. Well, you know, I mean, um, the way he... I mean, Jimmy Durante's character goes after women is yes. certainly not, <laughs> not um, in line with modern no. sensibilities at all. I mean, it's very... Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah, I think... When we were watching this, you said, you know, a little Jimmy Durante goes a long way. <laughs> yeah. And that's true. Now, I like I like the idea of Jimmy Durante. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, back when I was a kid, I had this cassette tape of 1940s, 30s and 40s songs. And there was like mm-hmm. one song by Jimmy Durante, Inka Dinka Doo. <laughs> and I, I love that one. I see him in some old, you know, movies. And even he's in, uh, as an older man, he's in um, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Mm-hmm. And he's <laughs> very, he's not got a lot of lines in that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, but here, you know, you get you get some full Jimmy in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mary Wicks is in this. Who mm-hmm. I know, um, people of a certain age, like maybe our age, might know from um, Father Dowling Mysteries in the late eighties, early nineties, and then the Sister Act movies. Yes, um, yes. This is one of her earlier roles, I think. So, um, mm-hmm. no, she. I like her. I mean, this the one I like the most. I think are some of the actors yeah. and actresses in it. And Monty Woolley, yeah, his character is. Not particularly likable, which I would have been okay with, except 
he does one of those performances that I just wanted to kind of be like, hey, hey, you're mic'd, okay? You, 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 you have a microphone. I'm sure they have a microphone, like, you know, right above him. And right. I'm like, you're, you don't have to shout. But he shouts every line. Well, I feel like he, he still thinks he's on a stage. So he did this, he did this on stage on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, this movie feels very much like a staged play. I mean, it almost, almost the entire movie takes place in one room. Mm-hmm. with people coming and going through doors, you know, that lead to mm-hmm. this room. It feels very much like a stage play. Um, and, I, yeah, I just feel like he's still yelling to, <laughs> you know, the person in the back row. Yeah. Um, I do like how, I mean, his character does acknowledge eventually, you know, he's he's hurt, mm-hmm. you know, people. Uh, yes. He's maybe... He has, a, he has an arc. Yes. <laughs> I, you you mentioned Anne Sheridan. I think I think she's actually really good here. Um, she's kind of the evil nemesis to Betty Davis's character, and I, I thought she does she does a really good job. Yeah. yeah, she's good. All right, so what do you give this out of ten? I'm gonna give it a seven. I think there's you know there's a lot going for it. Um, I just think with subsequent viewings, it becomes less mm-hmm. interesting. <laughs> I'll give it a seven as well. I think it's maybe slightly high seven, but you know. Uh, I give it a 7 as well. It is on the tomato meter. So there's six critic reviews for it. It's got 83%. And then there are um, 1,883 user ratings wow. on the tomato meter. They give it an 81%. Wow, that's not, that's pretty high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for dipping in on us for 12 <laughs> Days of Christmas. Uh, stay tuned each day up until Christmas for another special episode. Happy holidays. Yeah.